and welcome in once again to Matt and Mike. This is Matt. Episode number 15 is on its way. Glad to have everyone back listening. I feel like it took forever off. Uh, I don't remember the last time I did a show. I think it was a little over a week ago. A lot has happened in this week. Um, we have uh, a lot of information, a lot of uh, a lot of things going on in the, in the world of sports right now. I mean, it seems like just a couple weeks ago, I was so bored. I had nothing to do. Baseball hadn't kicked off yet. You know, hockey hadn't quite wrapped up. Uh, we were just going through the last little lull of the NBA season where you're trying to figure out seeding, but most of the important seeds had already been had already been planted. But now here we are, just a couple weeks later, and there's just sports upon sports upon sports. Um, I'm going to go ahead and kick off tonight with uh, with a little bit of hockey. Uh, Stanley Cup round one is underway. Um, the first two teams through uh, just went through tonight. Uh, if you catch if you catch me on Instagram, then you know I already uh, been posting about that. Uh, love playoff hockey. Uh, playoff hockey is just it's another level. You know these guys. I mean, they don't care. They smash each other's faces in. They these guys skate around with no teeth. They they have no care about anything. Uh, they play hard. It's physical. It's it's fun, fast paced. You know everything's aggressive, and uh, I mean, guys getting knocked out, getting back up, right back in the game. You don't see that you know too often in, in all these sports, but in hockey you most certainly do. So the first two teams through, and in a very very surprising uh, first round exit, the Tampa Bay Lightning, who came into the Stanley Cup playoffs. With the best record, winners of the President's Truck President's Cup, excuse me, and they get swept. And not only did they get swept in this series by the Columbus Blue Jackets, but they just got it taken right to them, right, right. You know, they pushed it right down their throat. Uh, my buddy was watching the game earlier. It said, you know, Tampa Bay just looked lost. You know, they were already in a three-zero hole at that point. Um, but yeah, from game one. Uh, on game two, they really, you know, put them put them down, going uh, five to one in game two. Um, but Columbus moving on, Tampa Bay is uh, is no more. They're gone. So there was a there was a big uh, a big monster in the playoffs that is now eliminated. Uh, I was watching my Dallas Stars not do a whole lot last night. But we got another chance coming up tomorrow. Hopefully, you're going to see some good hockey there. Should be there. Should be a loud and rough and rowdy crowd. Uh, the other team that made it through tonight was the New York New York Islanders. They knocked out the Penguins. And look, any Pittsburgh team that loses is perfectly fine with me. So, congratulations to the New York Islanders for knocking out the Pens. And I think that, yeah, that was also a sweep. So we had two first-round sweeps so far. Uh, I believe the rest of the series has had at least one team has won. Now, another interesting thing that's going to happen is that the Calgary Flames, who, who came into a Colorado Avalanche team, who seemed to be playing a little better than their record. They only came in with 38 wins. Uh, Calgary came in with 50. Calgary's now down in a hole 2-1. And they're going back to Colorado again tomorrow night. So that's going to be an interesting game. If you guys don't watch a lot of hockey, man, I'm telling you guys, 
You know, even if you slack off a little bit during the season, which I tend to do sometimes, but playoff hockey is on another level, and you guys got to get on this. So, that's my little uh, Stanley Cup round one playoff hockey. Uh, that's my little intro there. Because uh, that's what I'm watching the most of. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. There's so much happening in sports right now. And I, I'm actually watching more hockey than anything. Uh, we can go to the NBA now. There's a lot going on there. There's also, see, this is the thing. is The playoffs are now kicking off in the NBA as well. So we got the Stanley Cup playoffs kicking off. The NBA playoffs kicking off. It's too much. Okay? It's too much. No, it's not. I take that back. I love every bit of it. But I have not actually sat and watched an entire playoff game just yet. Uh, but in in round one, we've seen a couple couple uh, upsets. Orlando had be, beat Toronto on their home court. In game one of that series, Toronto came back tonight and crushed them. Uh, same thing happened with the New York Nets. With the Brooklyn Nets. Wow. Not the New York Nets. The Brooklyn Nets, I got Islanders on my mind. The uh, Brooklyn Nets actually beat the Philadelphia 76ers in game one. Sixers came back crushing them in game two. I don't think either one of those series are going to go to the underdog. Um, when I had did my picks a couple weeks ago, it's been probably about a month or so ago now, uh, I had Toronto winning it all. Uh, I really believe in that team. Kyle Lowry just, uh, yeah, the Raptors, oh yeah, they crushed them. 111-82 was the final for game two here. But yeah, I picked Toronto to go all the way. I think that Kyle Lowry is going to have to be more, though. Okay, we can't see this playoff Lowry where he's just not doing anything. He's going to have to step up his game and, and do that. But they're a deep team. They really are. They're a very deep team. Uh, much, much deeper than they have been. Plus, they don't have uh, LeBron to deal with in the playoffs on the east side. I really think they got a good shot. I think Kawhi Leonard's probably probably the best player, you know, in the Eastern Conference. I I mean, it's a toss-up between him and Giannis to me. I, I mean, I think so. Uh, Giannis probably the more dominant, but if you're talking about overall player, I think Kawhi would be right there with him. And the Spurs, see, this is kind of a surprise. The Spurs took out the Nuggets. In game one, last I checked, they were leading in game two uh, that I haven't seen since. So, initially, I think I had the Nuggets going all the way to the Western Conference Finals to play the Warriors, but I didn't have them playing the Spurs. I, so, if I would have had them playing the Spurs, I could have smelled an upset here. And, and it seems to be like what it's trending towards. Spurs teams are going to be, you know, they're pop-led teams. They're going to be aggressive and, and they're going to play smart basketball they're going to move the ball around and it's not going to matter who they got you know these these it doesn't matter pop rotates in guys and he just makes them fit uh, and that's that's what makes him so special as a coach so the spurs do have a good chance to take down the grizzlies i believe in game and uh, that series uh the other series though so far a little slow in the nba playoffs and and it's usually Right up there, NBA playoffs, <clears throat> hockey playoffs, then baseball, and then sadly football is probably the last on the list with the playoffs. It's something to do with the series for me. You know, I know football can't quite do it. I mean, 
you could probably do a best of three, a two out of three series in football, but I just can't see that ever working. You'd have to take a whole week off in between, so it's, you know, you can't physically get up for it. But, you know, on the same same breath, I know that hockey is not, maybe not as physical as football, but it sure is close. I mean, these guys are hitting each other pretty constantly, and, and, some of these hits that these guys take in hockey are just as bad, if not more brutal than football hits. And then they're out there two days in between doing it again. Man, look, the hockey players are the toughest of the tough. That's just that's just all there is for that. Whew. Okay, so NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs. We got those cranking up. Columbus looks like the hot team right now. Because they swept the best team in the Lightning, the best record team anyway, in the uh, NHL. And the hot team in the NBA playoffs, hmm, I, I don't know. I really don't know the hot team is yet. Uh, we haven't seen, maybe the Bucks. I think the Bucks look really dominant uh, in their series uh, so far. But that was that was kind of expected with a 1-8 matchup that's going to happen. But moving on to a 1A matchup that's getting very, very interesting. It's getting very interesting for two different reasons. Um, the the matchup between the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Clippers. Now, I'm not a huge Clipper fan, but I'm also like a huge, I can't stand the Warriors anymore. Like, it's just it's getting old. So, in the same breath, that I'm not a huge Clipper fan. I'm not a Warrior fan. So... I'm rooting for the Clippers here. I mean, we'd all like to see that. Uh, we'd all like to see that upset. You know, one eight. We'd like to see that happen. Uh, so last night, Demarcus Cousins gets hurt, and we find out today that he has tore his quad, which means that he's out indefinitely. It's not going to require surgery, but he's going to miss the whole playoffs. So let's just be honest. He's not going to be back, and. Uh, people, what I'm hearing is that this is a bad sign for the Warriors. And I'm not really necessarily buying it. Because if you listen to my other podcasts, I've talked about this before. That the Warriors, to me, seem better <clears throat> without DeMarcus Cousins. I feel like they move the ball better. They don't. It doesn't stick to one guy. Um, they're better when they're playing run, which you can run with them, but... They're better when they run and spread the floor and shoot the ball. That's when they're better doing. And I don't think he always helps with that. So him going out on a team like this might not necessarily be the end of the world. I mean, it could be a big loss for them. It really could. But I don't think it's the end of the world. I really don't. Um, I don't think the Warriors are going to lose this series. And and, and we're going to get to the other reason as to what happened <clears throat> last night. So if you guys, I'll take you back a couple years. This is one of my favorite games of all time. And this is game number six at, no, this is game number five, five or six. I think it was game number five, okay, between the Houston Rockets and the Los Angeles Clippers. This is in L.A. Yep. No, it's in Houston. In Houston. I'll get it right. Either way. 
Yeah, I remember this now. In Houston. Okay, because they won Game Seven in Houston. Okay, so it's in it's in in Houston, Game Five, I believe, because I believe they were down three to one. The Rockets were down three one to the Clippers. This is when the Clippers had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, and the Clippers are up, just killing them. I mean, over twenty up on them, just I mean, just putting them away. Rockets can do nothing. And then the Rockets make that amazing comeback where they hit all the threes. Jason Terry's out there burying 30-foot jumpers. And, you know, at the end, nobody could miss. Corey Brewer, nobody could miss. And they did all this while James Harden was on the bench. It was the funnest part about the whole thing. And it's just Chris Paul and Blake Griffin just throwing the ball back and forth to each other. And nobody willing to take a shot on the whole team. And it was just a complete meltdown. They ended up losing the series. Um, but that was incredible. So the Clippers got basically embarrassed and ran out in that series. But they got their revenge last night. They're down thirty one to the, the Golden State Warriors, the the you know, the best team in the league, the, the team with the all the all stars. They're down thirty one to them and they just start coming back. Just slowly but surely ticking away. They outscored them uh seventy two to thirty something. In the final, you know, quarter and a half or whatever it was. So, down 31. And they come back and win, which is incredible. But you're missing the big point. The big point is that they were down 31. They got blown out in game one. And they're down 31 in this game. You make an incredible comeback. Or the Warriors gave up and you slipped back into it. And then the Warriors couldn't recover. That also could have happened. To me, I'm going to lean towards, you know, this is incredible, and the number 3-1 apparently is just not a good thing for the Warriors. And and it's incredible. The comeback's amazing. But at the same time, I'm not going to get too hyped up about it because the Warriors are going to recoup. Uh, they're going to go to L.A., which is not a far travel. This, you know, either team, this isn't a far travel, traveling series. So that helps the Warriors too. They got the Cousins thing where he's going to be out now. But, hey, I know what, that's the thing. Though. They're not as deep as they were. The Warriors are not as deep a team as they used to be. But I still think that they're going to kind of cruise the rest of the way through this series. Now, I hope I'm wrong, but I just can't see them not. That's uh, a good story. But also, the Clippers can't win a championship. So, you can eliminate them and then lose the next round. I'm fine with that. But, I'm a Laker fan here. Clippers don't get any banners in, in the Staples Center. And, all right, moving on from the NBA playoffs and the Golden State Warriors for a moment. Uh, we'll stick in the realm of basketball for a minute. Uh, Zion Williamson officially declared for the draft. Uh, so he's going to be the number one overall pick. I would, you know, I would bet bet the house on that one. Uh, to where he goes, we don't know yet. Um, probably going to be either the New York Knicks or who the, the Bulls are in the running. Um, i trying to think of the other terrible teams in the league. There's one more I'm not thinking of right off the head. But uh, I think Chicago or New York are probably the, uh, the, the, the big the big city destinations that, that people would like to see him end up at. I personally think New York probably will end up getting it. Um, they were pretty, all oh, the Suns, the Suns would be the other team, right? That are really terrible. 
Uh, so they could end up doing that as well. Um, but here's my thing. Is that I heard, uh, who was the executive? Jerry West. Jerry West, yeah. Said that uh, John Morant, he believes, is better than Zion Williamson. So this was the, the debate. And look, people are going to give him grief about that. But he has every right to believe that. John Morant is a well-rounded basketball player. Okay. Uh, Zion Williamson is an athletic freak. That is what he is. Um, he's as physically gifted as I've ever seen a guy play basketball at his height and weight. He reminds me a lot of Julius Randle, except more athletic. Um, they shoot a lot of the same way. Uh, they, they play a lot of the same way. To, but like I said, Zion's more athletic than Randle is. Uh, I think he has a, probably a smarter basketball IQ as well. Because um, I think Zion is a smart player. Um, and I think that's going to help him in the long run. But all these comparisons to LeBron James and, and all this, I think are a little premature on Williamson. Um, and I, I mean, I wouldn't fault a team for taking John Morant over Zion. I mean, Zion could end up being just a human highlight reel. He could be a guy, you know, there goes Morant again, flying from the free throw. And we see like guys like Aaron Gordon who are big and physically gifted and could jump over mascots and, and things like that. And it's incredible to watch, but is that, are they a number one pick? You know? But then again, at the same time, it's hard to to sit there and say, I can't take this guy. You know, you see what's in front of you. You see the gifts that he does have and that he was born and he possesses. And, and you think, yeah, but I could completely just miss the boat on this guy. So if you got the number one pick just for branding and marketing purposes alone, you're going to take Zion, right? I think you probably have to. I think you do. Um, and it depends on where you can put him. Like, if you're New York and you really think that you're going to be able to get Kevin Gar, uh, yeah, Kevin Garnett, no, Kevin Durant, uh, Kyrie Irving, and you want to pair Zion with those guys, then I like that pairing. I like the way that that would set up. Um, the Bulls, I could possibly see him with the Bulls. Um, I think he probably fit, would fit the New York scheme a little bit better. If they had it like that, especially if he got into a situation where he got drafted in with a bunch of guys who um, are, are already established and who are already superstars. Because if he goes to the Bulls, he's going to be playing with a bunch of young guys who, you know, the leader of, say, the Bulls would be Levine. Or if he goes to Phoenix, you know, what's his role there? You just got a bunch of big, like, athletic guys. And, like, how's, how would he fit in with Aiton? Uh, things like that, like the way that you fit on a team is very important to the team that drafts you. I think, I think, I think, uh, location, 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 right? I think certain teams fit you and the way that you play. So we'll end up seeing, I know he's going to go number one, uh, but we'll end up we'll end up catching it and seeing where he goes. And I'm excited for the draft. I think the NBA draft is fun. Uh, it's not, geez, like nine days of the NFL draft. Uh, whew. Tell you what, the NFL is lucky they put a good product on the field most of the time because 
Everything else the NFL does, it's just terrible. Like, <laughs> like the playoffs aren't that great. I was listening about the, the Pro Bowl's horrible. The skills competition stuff is horrible. The, NBA, the NFL draft is terrible. Like, everything else you guys do. I like fantasy football, though. Anyway, I'm getting off, off topic here. Zion will be the number one pick. Is he the number one player? Not completely sold just yet on that. But they can market him for millions and millions and millions. So, as far as we know, he's the best player. All right, we've got a couple more things I wanted to get to. Uh, let's see. We kind of briefly touched on the NFL there. So, we'll go ahead and stick with it. Russell Wilson signed a four-year, $140 million contract extension with Seattle Seahawks. $65 million of that is a signing bonus, guaranteed. So, is Russell Wilson the best player in the NFL? Because that is the highest contract in the NFL now. And the answer to that is easily no, he's not. He's not the most valuable player in the NFL either. But, I like the contract, and I like it for a few different reasons. I like, for one, that Russell went and did what he wanted to do. He said, you guys got until this time, you either make me a deal or, you know, whatever, I'll be a free agent. So they said, okay, here's a whole bunch of money. And it works out really well, because he's a guy who's, look, in this day and age of quarterbacks, where else are you going to go? You know what I mean? Like, if you have the money to give this guy this money, and he's he's a guy who who doesn't get hurt, he's a very durable quarterback for somebody as as is his stature. It's four year deal, so it's not super long deal. Yeah, you're gonna pay him. He brought you a championship, so you're gonna pay him for that too. That happens all the time. Uh, highest paid is just a number. I mean, it, it's just a thing. Like, look at how much uh, money. The Minnesota Vikings just gave to, uh, look, don't even know his name. Can't remember his name now. Uh, Redskins, former Redskins quarterback. You like that guy. Him. Kirk Cousins. That's it. Kurt. That's right. <laughs> Kurt. Yeah, who was the, the GM. He used to call him Kurt. Kurt Cousins just got crazy amounts of money, and he did nothing. Russell Wilson actually delivers. He makes it to the playoffs. He took a team last year and uh, who a lot of people thought we were going to be in the bottom of that division, and he nearly took him past the Cowboys in the first round. So, congrats to Russell Wilson. Uh, he, he did it his way, and, and good. Maybe he will retire a Seahawk. He deserves that. He's done about everything he can for that team. A lot of the games he actually puts on his back. I've seen him do it. Um, so, yeah, well-deserved. And he's going to be the highest-paid player for a while. He's not going to be the highest-paid player ever. People are going to Go past that streak. It's going to happen. Don't freak out. I think it's a pretty decent deal, to be honest. I mean, did you have to give him all that money? Maybe not. But, hey, I don't have a problem with him doing it. So, that's my spill on Russell Wilson. Let's see. The Patriots picked up Demarius Thomas, who, <clears throat> if you remember last year, uh, was it his Achilles? I believe he tore... Achilles, ACL, something like that. A pretty serious, serious injury. I think it might have been Achilles. Same thing that happened to Des Bryant. So the Patriots have signed Amarius Thomas. I assume he'll be ready at some point this season. Uh, 
I don't know when, but yeah, he'll be ready at some point this season. I mean, I don't know. Just the Patriots being the Patriots, uh, I guess they could think they can spin him into, you know, being really good again, and maybe they can. Uh, he was still a good player before before he went down. I thought that uh, Houston Texans had a real good shot with him in the lineup. I thought that was a, with him and Fuller. Um, yeah, him, Fuller, and uh, the other the other guy. No, I don't blank on his name. I've watched, look, I've watched so much, like, hockey and, and basketball. I have so much sports in my head right now that I can't. Uh, Hopkins. That's it. Yeah. So, with Hopkins and Fuller or Thomas, I thought that was going to be a crazy combination. Uh, it didn't quite work out that way. Fuller never, you know, he's always hurt as well. Thomas got hurt and, you know, Watson was uh, in and out. So, it didn't work out. But, I mean, it could be a good pickup for the Patriots. They lost Chris Hogan. Uh, Edelman's, he's still durable. They lost Gronk. He retired. I don't know. I mean, he's going to have to be probably the number one, two guy right now. Because, look, Edelman with Gronk out, people don't realize that, like, Gronk took a lot of, uh, lot of the attention away from Julian Edelman. He, he lets him be open. And he done the same thing for these slot guys and, or for these guys, yeah, who streak down the field. Um, Thomas, I don't know if he's quite a burner anymore, so I don't really know if he ever was. But he could be a big body for Tom Brady to hit. So we'll see how that works out. I mean, I definitely hope, I don't want the Patriots to win, but I definitely hope that for Demarius Thomas that he comes back healthy. I, I hope the same thing for Des Bryant, is if he actually does want to come back and play again, that I hope that something does work out for him. So, yeah, they signed him. I believe a six-year, or one-year, not six-year, one-year deal. Give him six million is what I meant for that year. But this is all the NFL news. Um, now, the biggest, probably one of the biggest, probably the biggest story, I'd say, probably this week uh, in the world of sports will be Tiger Woods, who <laughs> won another major somehow. It, it just happened. Like, you know, he, he, he was coming back. And he was like, he was watching him on tour, and he was he was pretty good, but he wasn't quite there. You know, his his putt was his putt game was a little off. Uh, he can't drive it quite as far as uh, as these young guys can anymore. But he did it, folks. Uh, I mean, he, he stuck with it. He seems to be healthy, and he just won another major. And and you look at it and you think a lot of these golfers that have played, you know way way late in their in their uh in their life tiger staying healthy he, he looks really good that's the thing so like if he actually is healthy and can get his stroke back he might be able to win a couple more of these things uh, and it's incredible because look when i was growing up i'm 30 now and when i'm growing up i'm eight years old remember like watching the ticker on espn news like every time there was a, a golf match on like Tiger Woods was at the top of the leaderboard every single time. And that happened for, like, my whole life. Like, I feel like, you know, all, all I saw was, like, Tiger Woods and Serena Williams. Always, like, one, two, one, two. Like, they were always there, top leaderboards, you know. And, and then you see that steady decline and a lot of things that happened to Tiger off the, off the, uh, off the field and um, off the green, should I say. I'm not sure. 
uh, but a lot of personal things that happened, and he had all the back injuries and things like that. And he he just fought himself back up, built himself back up, all the way back into where he's an actual champion again, putting that jacket on one more time. It's an incredible sporting thing to see, um, and it just absolutely incredible weekend sports. Um, and I cannot wait to watch these next couple rounds of the playoffs and Stanley Cups, uh, Stanley Cup playoffs and the NBA playoffs. And uh, once again, congratulations to Tiger Woods and uh, Russell Wilson on his big contract. But that's going to wrap up the show for the night. Uh, and wow. Yeah, we almost hit exactly the 30-minute mark tonight. So so a good show. Make sure to catch me out. Catch me on, uh, on Anchor. Here's where I'm at, at Apple podcasts uh itunes i believe everywhere you listen to a podcast however you would like to listen to me you can if you want to listen if you don't it's fine hit me up on facebook matt and mike uh instagram also at matt and mike i post on there a good bit i like to play around on there so that's it for the show for matt and mike this is matt signing off